those in WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Thank you, Edwin Lee Raymer. I'm Ed Raymer for the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and we are here at good old WGNS just off the square here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, historic Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we have a special guest on tonight. Well, of course, oh, let's say all that about all, all my guests are special, okay? Leanne Carmack is here with us, and she has been around these places here, this, this, these studios before. Leanne, how are you doing? You're going to turn her, turn her mic on, please. Oh, go ahead. I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having good, me. Good, good. Thank you for doing this. We My appreciate pleasure. it. Now, our good friend Chloe Cerruti last week, she came up, but she tells me you're so much more, <laughs> I won't, I see you are smart, but you just know more about this, okay? I'm not trying okay. to blow any smoke your way. Oh. Uh, and we have... Tell them what we have. There are four amendments that are yes, going to be on I, uh, when I, we vote. I think we're here to talk about the four yes. constitutional amendments that are going to be on the ballot in November. Right. And um, this is the first time we've had them in, I guess, about three years on the on the ballot. Right. Okay. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what an amendment does and what, okay. it's, what it means. And we're so, going to get into that, okay? Okay. We're going to do our opening. Leanne's going to be with us for the balance of the hour. Thanks again for doing this. But, uh, Jackson, if you'll get us started... But for right now, my name is Edmund Lee Raymer, and yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. That's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And yes, this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight. You can reach Leanne with your questions, comments, ideas at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. Now, you can also send a text to that number. And our producer, Mr. Jackson, will be glad to read it over there for those of you who do not wish to be heard live here on WGNS. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSradio.com. And also, are we on, we're on Facebook Live right now at The Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And uh, check out Angela Bingham. Jason Qualls in the afternoon with uh, Financial Coaching. He's a certified financial planner. Check him out. He's a good guy. And we're all on podcast, so you can pull it up. And Angela, I didn't get a chance to listen to her show uh, this this evening. I had running back and forth doing some errands. But uh, check her out. She's a good lady, and she's, she's doing a good job. She's in her fourth or fifth year with that and doing good. Okay. Leanne is here with us again. Okay. Leanne, once again, thanks for doing this. Tell us. What an amendment is now this is for the tennessee state constitution tennessee state constitution okay and i tell just, us about it. well Echo. an amendment is designed to do like three things one it's to make uh, 
it fairer, to make it more accurate, the Constitution, or to make keep it up to date. Right. Now, Amendment 4 is all about housekeeping, so we'll get to that in just a minute. But in Tennessee, it's a really odd formula on how an amendment passes to get right. in, to get affected by the to get into our constitution and the two things that have to happen for an amendment to be adopted is first the amendment has to get more yes votes than no votes all the amendments will be presented in the form of a question do you agree with this language or do you agree that that must be removed so a yes vote means one thing and a no vote means another so after if you have more vote yes votes than no votes then it goes to the second step of getting an amendment adopted and that means that it's really crazy so votes for all the candidates for governor all the candidates now we have 10 candidates running for governor this year so is that all all the votes yeah that's all uh, are added together and then you divide it by two so just for simple math let's say we have 10 candidates they each get 10 votes right and so divided by two that would be 100 divided by two would be 50 right so the yes votes have to be 51 okay in order to pass so if there are more yes votes than no votes and there are more than 51 percent of the total votes for governor then the amendment will pass okay so votes for all candidates for governor are added together and then divided by two and that's the process. If there are more yes votes than no votes on the amendment, then the number of yes votes must exceed 50% plus one right. of the total votes for governor. And it, this has been challenged in court many times. It's a very odd formula. Other states don't do this. I learned something tonight then because I did not do that. And that's the reason she's here, folks. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we, we brought her up. And that's why Chloe is sold on this lady. Okay? <laughs> now... Uh, where do you want to go next? You want so, to go to the First Amendment? Yeah, let's is that go ahead a, the one we're talking? I say the First Amendment. I, I don't mean that. I, you know, the ballot, the first the ballot, ballot initiative. Uh, because, yeah, and, yeah. and let me tell you the reason we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you the other day, uh, real quickly, we were on the phone yesterday. Again, I forget. I don't know. I talked to so many people, uh, but we're doing this because you know I was talking to our local sheriff, Sheriff Fitzhugh. And I said, you know, we went in there and we voted forever. And had, our vote had, our, our ballot was like 13, 14 pages long. Yes, the judges. And we had all the judges in there, yes. you know. And this comes up every four years, every mm-hmm. two, two years, three or four years. There it is. Dep- I don't know. It's cyclical. Yeah. yeah. And um, he said, you know, I know, so that was a long one, wasn't it? He said, that's a long ballot. I said, it was. You know, I said, I, I, you know, I, I, I worked the polls I'm, every yeah, vote, and people were standing. You know, we had it takes a little bit longer. Right, takes a lot longer. I'm but telling it's you, very important. Yeah, but it is important, folks. That's the reason we're doing this, so you will know of these four amendments, what you're voting on and why you're voting. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna let Leanne take off on. Let's say the first one. Here. Okay, First Amendment, and most people are <coughs> most familiar with this one. It's the right to work. Right to now, work. Now, what? Yeah what right to work now i worked for general motors i had a union partner at the saturn corporation when i was working there so i know a little bit about this i have had worked with unions and supporters of right to work laws believe that that status attracts more businesses to our state right which is true the numbers do show out that (coughs) employment in low-paying jobs increases 
what the st- statistics also show is that right-to-work states have lower wages, about $1,600 a year lower That's right. than a majority mm-hmm. of people. Right. So when right-to-work gets supported by businesses and they get behind that and it's, it's a big deal, they, every, you know, they want to be a right-to-work state, which is, and Tennessee has been a right-to-work state since 1947, so 75 years now. And we have been, it's always going to be a right-to-work state, whether this amendment uh, gets into our Constitution. The vote, the vote on Amendment 1 is to enshrine right-to-work in our Tennessee state Constitution. Right. Right-to-work. So, in other words, so we should be voting if we... if Okay, right-to-work. If you... Because it sounds so good. It does. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not like at-will employment. That's People right. People get no, that confused no. a little bit, too. But what has happened over the last, I'd say, 10 to 12 months, that, uh, first of all, in March of 2021, the House of Representatives passed the PRO Act, which is protecting the right to organize. And people got a little bit scared about that because it was going to take away right-to-work status. Now, mm-hmm. right. this in states it would be a federal law that would say protect the right to organize right so that passed the which house we're talking about unions yes yes right. yes which is such a small percentage of employees in tennessee it's like right. 4.3 of the workforce right. are unionized so um people want to get this enshrined in our constitution because of the lobbying activity that goes on at our house at our mm-hmm. capital right um, and there's a bunch of it going on. Yes. And there are several people, uh, I'm not going to name anybody, but they're going to get big bonuses when this gets enshrined into mm-hmm. our Constitution. Sure. It's not going to change anything that's happening right now in our state. Right. We are always going to be a right-to-work state as long as we are, uh, have a supermajority, and that is in the GOP party. That's the Republicans. Yes. Right. So businesses... Uh, Voting yes on this would give businesses an upper hand. Right. Because they don't, what it really does is it takes away funds from that are driven from union membership. You have to pay your funds. Right. Now, you have to represent, if you're in a union shop, you're going to get the union perks or whatever, even if you don't pay the union membership. Right. So mm-hmm. this is designed to... Uh, uh, give me a second. This is designed to diminish those funds, right. which that could could legally be used for collective bargaining. And when you diminish the funds, you diminish union membership and you diminish union say in our state. And that's what it's designed to do. Which, in, in essence, is what they've done to our teachers. Exactly. Years ago, they mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. to take our teachers down to... And, of course, uh, this is a whole different subject, and... Leanne and I were talking. I urge you tomorrow night at 6 p.m. to have your television tuned to Channel 5. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Williams has a report on this bunch that's coming here with this private school thing. Hillsdale. Which, yeah, Hillsdale. Yeah. You know, and uh, you're familiar, most of you probably are, with the video that came out of the man with Hillsdale, mm-hmm. I believe, was it Leanne? Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And talking about how. Larry Arn. You know, how uneducated our teachers are. Yes. Uh, and you know, the teachers, and the governor just sat there with a big smile on his face. Yeah, and the teachers' know. union is one of the strongest ones in Tennessee. 
right. that has a unionized workforce. And they've tried to strip it from everything they could. Right. You know. So, folks, that's what this lady's mm-hmm. talking to you about. So pay attention. So on one, let me just summarize this. Sure, sure. This amendment is about diluting union membership. That's what it's right. about. And when your membership gets diluted, it diminishes the funds that could legally be used for collective bargaining bargaining it has nothing to do with a worker's right not to join a union mm-hmm. that's already right it's, we're already right. that way mm-hmm. so right. as we uh, tennessee will remain a right to work state as we've been for 75 years now right to work states overwhelmingly have lower wages for workers and higher tax breaks for corporations sure so um on average, it's about $1,600 a year, and workers in right-to-work states have less employer-provided health care, less insurance, and significantly lower retirement plans. They'll pensions. have less of everything if the Republicans have anything to right. do with it. It's it just is, that simple. This is a pure, clear benefit for corporations right. at the expense of workers. So if you believe in workers having a right to collectively bargain, um, you vote no. Vote no. No on one. On one. And this is number one that will come yes. up. Okay. Yes. So vote no on one. No on one. You know, I told you about I've got a good friend that uh, worked in a, in a union, made awfully good money. Yes, yes. Uh, did a good job. And uh, the place was an entirely union shop. And the company did well. Yeah. I mean, everybody made, the company made money, the employees made money, you know. Uh, and uh, looked over one day and there's a boy over there wearing a, you know, Trump for president shirt. Mm-hmm. fella they're the people that want to put you out of, out of a union they'd love to see you walk see you walk out the door and lock the door behind you and never see you again yeah. that's okay that's true so this is about corporate greed <laughs> versus workers rights so if you're for cor- corporate greed right. vote yes <laughs> yeah. and if you're against corporate greed vote no on one corporations are greedy yes yeah, i didn't know that okay well <laughs> learn something new every day okay and and, and that's the thing because unions rise when there are the problems are so egregious that they have to right and what happens if you don't have unions or you have no way to collectively organize then safety protocols get put oh OSHA's kicked right out the door Uh, wages are lower because there's no recourse for you so i'm voting no on one vote no on one okay now we're going to get into the other three and Leanne's been good enough to stay here for the balance of the hour. And uh, and uh, she'll be good. When this is over, I will uh, remove the handcuff from the desk. <laughs> <laughs> she will be free to go home to her family again. <laughs> but we appreciate her being here. Okay. Uh, we'll be back with you. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Jackson's going to take us to that. You're listening to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show right here on WGNS. Back with you right after this. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. 
Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back, and Leanne Carmack is is here with us. I want to thank all of our sponsors. I want to thank all of you that are listening. Nick, if you're listening, thank you. who else is out there? Somebody wrote me. Yeah, Wanda Hill Odom, thank you. Nick Malincor, thank you, Nick. Appreciate your support. And uh, all of you that listen regularly, I know a lot of you do, and you don't ever say a word about it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. WGNS has a very loyal listenership, and a lot of them you'll never hear on the air, okay? But I'll get stopped, and on this this broadcast right here, I will assure you I'll get stopped once or twice this week. You know, I heard that, heard that gal yeah. on Sunday night. So, okay. you know, so... So they are listening, and a lot of people are a little, little, little shy. So, you know, not everybody is as outgoing and robust as I am. And <laughs> I've been told I come on a little strong. So anyway, but enough about me. Now, let's move on to number two of the amendments, Leanne, and tell right. folks what this is and what, what it concerns. Now, these last remaining three amendments are kind of housekeeping is what I've been calling them. Okay. And they're just to clean up and to bring the Tennessee state constitution into into alignment with federal law and to um, tighten up our constitution so it really okay. reflects what it's supposed to do. So constitutional amendment two is about the chain of command if the governor becomes unable to fulfill his duties, becomes incapacitated or sick or was in a car wreck Mm -hmm. or something like that. We have some sort of definition of this in the Constitution now, but this amendment is designed to say that the Speaker of the House, or the Speaker of the Senate, or the Lieutenant Governor, should the Governor become incapacitated, it would fall, uh, governing duties would fall to the Speaker of the Senate. And if there isn't a Speaker of the Senate or a Lieutenant Governor, that's the same position, Lieutenant Governor. Not the Speaker of the House, Speaker Speaker of the Senate. Now, if there is no Lieutenant Governor at that time or something happened to the Lieutenant Governor, then it would fall to the Speaker of the House. Okay. That that would be our protocol. The new stuff in the Constitutional Amendment Number 2 says that you do not have to resign your seat in the legislature in the legislature as Speaker of the House or as Speaker of the Senate. Right. You can have your job 
once the governor comes back. You don't have to lose a seat. But and also it keeps with the Republican situation, it keeps a Republican in that seat. Yes. Just in case. Which yes. It probably would anyway. And this but, is this works for either side of the House. You know, this is how it's going to fall down. So, so we'd need to vote yes on this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just It's just clarifying the protocol for right. if the governor becomes incapacitated. And okay. that is a good thing that we don't just leave it up in the air. Okay. You know. Good. Now, Senate 3, I mean, Amendment 3, a lot of people have heard about that, too. This is about slavery in the Tennessee Constitution. Okay. So there's a lot of confusion because the way the the ballot initiative is going to be written. So I'm going to try to summarize what is happening in the number okay. three. And bear with her, folks. There's a lot to this, okay? There's a lot more than – let me tell you, to get to Election Day – Yes, this has been two years. Lot, it takes two years to get an initiative. There's a lot more that goes into it yep. than just these poll workers. Well, good to see you again. Yep. You know, and we all know each other. A lot of them are the same people. <laughs> Uh, Katie Wilson with NAACP, she'll be out yep. there every time. Katie's all, mm-hmm. and you think, well, we all get together again every two years. Well, there's a lot more to it than mm-hmm. just doing that. So, yes. okay, uh, the third amendment. Now, a lot of people, uh, as a member of the League of Women Voters, we uh, we have published these constitutional amendments on a bulletin board and i'm out at the farmer's market at least one saturday a month right so we're trying to familiarize people with what they're going to see on the ballot so this is a very simple one although it sounds a little iffy so what would happen is that the tennessee in the tennessee state constitution right now it says that slavery and involuntary servitude now comma except as punishment for a person who has been duly convicted of a crime, are forever prohibited in the state. What a yes vote will say, we're going to eliminate except as punishment for a person who has been duly convicted of a crime. So the new constitution would read, slavery and involuntary servitude are forever prohibited. That is a yes vote. Okay. But nothing in the nothing in this change will prohibit a uh, a prisoner from working. They can still have the right to work if a job is available to them in that system. Right. So, no, yes, yes on okay. eliminating slavery from mm-hmm. the Tennessee Constitution. Right. This one is the easiest one, in my opinion. Okay. So yes, right. we want to eliminate slavery. Common from sense. Our twenty twenty two constitution sure yes. okay and so we're at no yes and yes and people are responding no yes <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we're confusing them here don hello don how are you and uh, romel thank you for listening we appreciate it um romel mcmurray uh one of our new uh one of our new county commissioners oh nice mm-hmm. yeah uh, you need to meet him he's good he's a good guy okay now Let's get to the fourth one. Okay. The fourth one is, as a, again, cleaning this, cleaning up our Constitution because right. this is about, um, it says the amendment would prohibit minister, what it currently says in the Constitution is that ministers of the gospel and priests of any denomination are precluded from holding a seat in either house of the legislature. Now, in 2018, the Supreme Court overruled this and said that that was um, unconstitutional. Okay. But it still remains in our Constitution. Okay. So we are saying, yet we're just eliminating that whole section. 
where you it want says, to eliminate that yes Why? well we have to because it's federal law now federal law that priests or members of the clergy can run for public sure, office because they had it in them because of the mix between church and church and state that's that's when i read it the first time that's what i thought it right. was about and so okay. i was you know in the past, I don't know if I want to say this, but I was sure, voting no sure. on this one because I wanted to keep the separation of church and state. Right. Upon further uh, investigation and study, I learned that this is already federal law. It's already been proven that it's right. unconstitutional. So this is just eliminating that phrase out of our state constitution to be in compliance with the federal law. So uh, still, we will encourage pastors because no, we have a yes, local man yes, here that David, yes. brother david settles who's right. a good man yeah. and he's on mercer city school yes. board so we have no problem with that no and it, it didn't go all the way down to local elections right it stops right at the state right yeah okay so, so you think yes yes so no yes yes, yes, yes and yes, yes. okay yes. all right okay mm-hmm. all right all right ladies and gentlemen you have your marching orders for this week <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Anything else on this particular subject? Well, I want to let people know that vote411.org is a national platform with the League of Women Voters that gives you all the information. It'll show you all 10 governors, I mean, all 10 people who are running for governor in the state. It'll show you all these amendments. You just type in your address and it pulls up your ballot, what is on your ballot. On each particular in based on respective of where you are yes respectful yes. of where of where you live yes. right and it's it's diff it's kind of difficult because all the um all the congressional districts all nine are on the ballot this time all congressional districts are on right. the ballots the big races here are going to be uh district five where they cut out jim cooper right yeah and jim didn't re he he no he retired he retired yeah and so the big race is heidi campbell andy ogles in that district five across Mm -hmm. our state but there are still some other ones odessa kelly and mark green district seven and so and of course we've got the governor's race yes and we want to have on jason martin yes dr martin we Mm -hmm. want to have him on but he's been as i understand him but a pretty busy fellow I mean, he has I traveled a lot. Saw him at the, I think he was at the MTSU football game <coughs> last weekend. Really? <laughs> it was on campus somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I hear the campaign has gained pretty well, gained pretty pretty good head of steam. I think now yeah. that the, you know, that the primary is over, that he's going, you know, right. head of steam. Let me ask you, Leanne, because uh, you're, you're, we're in this thing uh, more than what average people are. And I get that people are tired. Yes. I know they're tired. They're tired of hearing about Trump. They're tired of but hearing about But they cannot be apathetic because right. if we lose the vote, our voice is completely silenced. Exactly right. And, if, and, you know, Tennessee and Murfreesboro specifically have just a dismal voter turnout records. You know, they don't. I know. Our population does not step up to vote. And, yeah, especially in, in this off year. Off the, you yes. Know, if it's, it's not a, a presidential, non-presidential year. Yes. Yeah. And to think, oh, well, what's the use, you know? But, well, I'll tell you, because our own Mariah Phillips lost a race here for county commissioner. What forty? Uh, yeah, forty votes was it? Something like something that. like that. Yeah. Now that's making a difference, you know, and uh, you know, and folks, I've said this before too, and don't get me wrong, and, and please, no offense, Leanne, <laughs> but if you want to make a difference, if you're tired of the way things are in government, go out here and put your name on a ballot. Right. These people have. Mm-hmm. Mariah Phillips has three times. 
I admire that woman. No, Stephen yes, Reynolds did it twice. Yes. I admire the people that do that. Those of you that won in your first election, that's very rare. Get out there. Hope Oliver, Donald Laverne, mm-hmm. Ramel McMurray, get out there and, hey, you know, stir it up. Let it let people know what you're doing and let them know why you were why you think you were put there. Okay. And why you were sent. Uh, let people know. Because I assure you, some people say, oh, don't rock the boat. Just if you rock the boat, you make waves. And then we've got a problem. And well, maybe we need to rock the boat a little bit. Yes. If you, if you are really tired of lobbyists running our state, okay. then you must vote. It's, it's our only means of letting the voters of Tennessee, the actual constituents, have a say in how our state is run. Wanda Odom, thank you. And, uh, okay, I've got one on here, Tuck. Yeah, Don Owens asking, row, row, row your vote. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Rovember. Rovember, that's right. Let me ask you, what have you seen? You're with the League of Women Voters. Yes, and the American and, Association of University Women. Okay. What's been the effect? I mean, we saw what happened out in Kansas a couple yes. months ago. Yes, Okay. Um, what's been our effect here locally? Because I want to tell you, I had uh, Kelly Northcutt on. Yes. And... Um, uh, uh, Laura Laura Bowen yes. was on. She's running uh, right. for for an office here, and Kelly, of course, running for state senate. The week the weekend after the row row or the week after the Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. decision, uh, Alito and and all yep. that, and it was almost like, especially the women were still stunned. Yeah, I I'm still in shock. Yeah, yes. I mean, they actually did this. Yes, you know, and they did. By the way, do you still have a right to vote now? I wanted to be sure. Being a woman, I, I, I do have a right to vote. I just oh, don't have a right to yeah. any side, anything yeah. in my uterus. Well, we need to do something about that. Yes. Get that taken row, away. From row, um, row your vote. <laughs> you got that right. It's making a difference, isn't it? Yes. I, I and think for Democrats in a positive way. In the in the August primaries, I also worked the election, and I saw right. I saw a lot younger people coming in. That's and they tell that me that a lot of women yes. are rushing to get registered to uh, that have never maybe ever voted, and a lot of older ladies that are, which yes. I think is great. I do, too. I mean, I'll take them any way we can get them. Uh, you know, man, you must be weird. I mean, a lot, of people, a lot of people I have up here, we must be just weird people. You know, I, we were talking earlier, and all my guests get here about 30 minutes before we go on mm-hmm. air, because I don't I, I don't know Leanne, and, you know, I'm glad to finally meet her and all. But as I told you, at our house, when you turned 18, you got in the car and you went up and registered to vote. Oh, yes, at my house, you get up on your birthday when you're 18, and we go to That's the election what, Yeah, commission. no one had to tell you, yeah. you know, because, I mean, even when I was 18, I was kind of excited about it. So, yeah. you know, this is, pretty, this is pretty cool. I want to be part of this, you know. But a lot of people. Now you said you've run into people up on the square. Yes. That, you know. Oh, I don't vote. Yes. And they're proud of that. Yes. We've got to change that. Well, as a yes, because as the League of Women Voters, I'm definitely nonpartisan. It is a nonpartisan sure, organization. Sure. Exactly. And yep. so when people say that, I just you know my go-to is I really wish you would reconsider that because it's your vote you i know, truly do right. too it's I a do. right that you're giving up and so that's how i kind of approach that but those are people like that who kind of they take pride in the fact that they don't vote i am predominantly democrat everyone knows that mm-hmm. i don't know how to you can follow me on facebook you'll see yeah. that but if someone called uh, that 
I know they're going to vote Republicans. You know, and listen, uh, my old car broke down. Can you give me a ride to the post? I'll take you. Yeah. Oh, yes. I don't care if you're voting Republican. I don't care if you're voting Democrat. Whatever. You, I'll take you. That's how important this is to me. Right. You want to go vote? Sure, you can and, go vote. And there are plenty of organizations across Murfreesboro that have rides to the polls. You know, plan a party, take your friends with right. you, uh, mm-hmm. make a big deal out of it. You know, go around your neighborhood and say, hey, I'm going to vote. Anybody want to ride with me? Do you yeah. think we'll ever have a day where, where it's a holiday? I wish, I kind of wish we would. I do too. I would, I, really I would, I would give up Arbor Day for that any day. Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're going to have all the arborists mad at you. Well, no, I'm a big green person, too, so I like, I like okay. my trees. All right. Well, on the next break, I'll let you run out and hug a tree. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably be right there with you. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I mean, it's, it, it is, I mean, we had a lady called Stephen Reynolds was on one night. Okay. And she called. And she votes. And uh, I think it was Marilyn that did mm-hmm. that, I think. And said, how do I get my kids interested in voting? What's your suggestion to that? That was a good question. And Stephen said, you know, and we sat here and thought, you know, I don't know. Our kids have always voted. I mean, Well, a lot of it is, you know, home raising. You know, I, I guess it is. And our kids aren't any better or worse than anybody else. But I understand. I, I don't even know if high schools offer civics classes anymore. I don't know. I mean, I'm all about bringing back, you know, School of Rock. Those things work <laughs> for kids. You know, you know how a bill gets passed. Right. You know, you yeah. know how to vote. And it seems to be that you have to att- attract their attention quickly and get your message out yeah. in 25 seconds. And I, I think people don't really get into voting that much until they it affects them. And Well, but this, if you're a I, woman, yes. this is going to affect you here. <laughs> yeah, next, this, you know. I have called this the most important vote election in my lifetime. Well, as I've said, I know, I control agree. Control of the Senate And is we've everything. always heard that. Yes. You know, we've heard that. Mm-hmm. But this, this is it. Yes. We're up against it. And it's because, you know, I heard uh, Kelly was in Kelly Northcutt. She was at the rally they had on the square. Yes. After the the Roe v. Wade. I was there as well. You were there. Okay. (laughs) Me and 20 other people. And I called her up. I was in the car. And I called her up. And I've told the story. And I'm going to tell it again, folks. I don't care, you know, if you like it or not. Hey. And she was there, and this young man walked up to her. I found out he was 30 years old. I could hear him. Mm-hmm. And she gets into this conversation. Of course, that'll tell you how, how rude these people are. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, if you're on a phone, I'm not going to come up and start talking a conversation with you. You know, wait till you hang your phone up. Well, these folks don't. Mm-hmm. And finally, she said, Ed, can, can you hang? I said, no problem. I'm here in the car. Go ahead. Yeah. I had her own speakerphone, and it was just me in the car. And have come to find out this young man was 30 years old. And, I mean, Kelly started knocking him down, just one right after the other. Well, what about if I, you know, well, here's the reason you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And finally, she told this young man, it was the craziest conversation I've ever heard in my life, on his part. And she said, look, why don't you go back to school and further your education and take a degree in logic, too, okay? Yeah. And then come back and talk with me. Okay. Yeah, and that that's what I think a part of my quest is is to get people interested enough to at least read the amendments. Right. To understand exactly. them before they go into vote because a lot of people still don't even know that these are on the ballot in right. November. I had no idea. No. I had no idea till yeah. Chloe Chloe came up uh, yeah. she sent me an email I think or something of that nature. And or she may have called or, or both, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. That's fine. Uh, and folks, let me say this to you. 
while I've got Leanne here, if you if you have something you want us to talk about, you all you got to do is give me a call. 615-390-7219. Just Google me. You know, my number's everywhere. My number is not unlisted. Okay, even though it's a cell phone. Or you can reach me through the station here. They have my full permission to give my number out. I don't I don't mind. Um, you can always catch all of us on Facebook and all that good stuff. So uh, but if you got something you want to talk about, let me know. Just like we're talking tonight about this, because these things are important. Yes. You know, and you find that out. They're going to change our constitution. <coughs> and, right. And we really don't want to change our constitution unless we absolutely have to. This is why I'm so concerned with the one, because we don't need to change our constitution to no. right to work. It right. does not need to be enshrined in there. We've no. been a right to work state since you could be a right to work state. Right. And that's 75 years and nothing's going to change it. Every business entity in the world knows Tennessee is a right to work state. Right. And that means cheap labor and big tax breaks. That's exactly that's right. That's what right to work stands for. That's what they got. Right. It's the right to work for a big bonus. Now let me ask you about this. What about this private school situation? Okay. We've got Bill Lee, governor of this state sitting there with a man with this Hillsdale is it Hillsdale Yes. Charter? Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College. American Classical Academy. Is what tried to come into yeah. that they just talking withdrew about, their application. Talking about our state's teachers like they're just a bunch of ninnies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the governor just sat right there with a big smile on his face. I, I watched that video as well. Um, I, don't, I'm not, I don't even have to ask what you thought about it because yeah. I know what you thought. Yes. And I think all, most of our listeners do too. Um, we have a committee. That this is, and you probably know more about this than I do. The select committee. I read the select committee in charter schools that can override a county school board. Now our board voted, and I believe the vote was six to one. I'll stand corrected. It was it was clearly a huge majority. Right. To not not accept to not accept this. And Dr. Jason Martin, who's running, Mm -hmm. he's on Democrat ticket for governor, said, "You've got an entity here that's going to be telling an elected school board." what you can and cannot do or you, what you're you going have, to do you have an appointed right board how did this come about government. it's it it came about last year i mean i remember right. this being on the hill that they were doing it's it's like the time when the governor was trying to get his own you know mini court that would only hear yeah uh laws that you know created the lawsuits which is that's what tennessee is really good at creating lawsuits <laughs> yeah they're very right, they're yeah. professional yeah i know we're yeah we're we're, we're pretty good at that and so yeah. you, it's just it's i mean it's beyond logic to me that you could have someone appoint a committee uh that is handpicked not elected not voted in not ever really vetted publicly right you know you and, could put me on it yeah. And I know nothing about educating yes, a child. Yes, exactly. They're, I mean, I don't, we've raised two wonderful kids, but I don't know anything about how to be a teacher. Yes. I don't know that. It so, is a profession, you know. Yes. And so this is this is a this is a suppression of the democratic process. When you right. put in a non-democratic, non-democratically elected panel or commission that says no matter what your local school board who are elected officials decide we still have the final word. Now, this is on a state level, folks. And state. let me tell you something. If this goes like, like this, what's next? What's next? What will the Republicans come up with next? And don't tell me it's not the Republicans, because it is. 
okay? Democrats, get off your backside and please go vote. I'm going to be as nice about it as I can. You have let this happen. Well, don't blame me. I got Yes, I'm blaming you. I blame me. I blame all of us for, you know, not going to the poll and taking a couple other people with me. Exactly. And you, it worked you know, the polls. We are really looking for people to be oh, no, you a are. poll yep. watcher, or you can work the machinist, or you can be an intake person sure. that checks your ID yeah. and gives you your form. It's it's a great opportunity. I've done it for many years, and right. I would encourage anybody who's interested in that to sign up. And, and to it, see this process. Yes, and you yes. can see it from the inside out. Right. But the Republicans have done this, and they've done a pretty good job of it. Uh, I mean, they're good at this trickery, folks. They've become very good at it. Because I can remember, I told you I moved here in 1980 from Kentucky. This place was as blue as MTSU blue, okay? It was Democrats. And things were getting done. There was money coming to the area. Uh, Bart Gordon is the reason for your your your, your greenway. greenway and the yeah. walkway and all that. People, they don't understand because you got federal matching funds to match all that. I mean... And and unions are the reason you have a weekend and that's a exactly five, right. forty hour week and paid vacations. You know, my father who worked the bulk of his life he worked for a small time for a union company in Evansville, Indiana. I believe it was Chrysler. I'll stand corrected, but I believe it was. He worked for them for a very small time, then went into the insurance business with Life Casualty. But he said, "Let me tell you something, son. If it wasn't for unions, a man would still be working for a dollar a day and all the all the beans he could eat." That's right. And that's exactly right. Yeah. And that's what they'd like to take us back to. I, I wish a lot of people there, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere, but the history of the unions done mm-hmm. from the General Motors perspective, that's my right. background. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really amazing. And unions don't arise when nothing's wrong. That's right. what I want to point out. It's not whether you're for the union or you're for, you know, the corporate sure. president. Sure, right. It's got to be whether you want a person to have a right to speak up or you want that person to be silenced well and i'm always going to vote for a right to freedom of speech that i want to point out that my workplace is unsafe or that my pay is you know sixteen hundred dollars a year less than my neighbors in mississippi you know well that's what i'd said and and chloe and i got into this last week i came from the union state we had Mm -hmm. united mine workers okay Mm -hmm. strong union in the 70s 60s 70s (laughs) men made good money predominantly men worked in the coal mines mom probably stayed at home she wanted to work she could our mother went to work that's like mostly out of boredom after Mm -hmm. our our youngest brother was able to go to school. Mom went and got a job. So I ain't going to sit home all day by myself, you know. Right. <laughs> she wanted to go go make her money, yeah. and she did very well. But, uh, you know, but uh, back then, average miner made, uh, if anyone in Kentucky can tell me, they are correct me, I'll stand corrected on this. But the best I remember, they made him worth 25000 30000 a year, which in the mid, early to mid-70s was a lot of darn money. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you know, and... Back in those days, your average CEO made only like 25 times what the, his, their, their average highest paid employment. Now it's like 350 times more. Oh, I think it's even more than that. Maybe. Yeah, with bonuses. Oh, yeah, well, the bon- yeah, don't forget the bonuses, yeah, especially for these insurance companies. And uh, I had a good friend of mine, Terry, called one night, uh, or one, it was after, after the show we'd done, uh, when Jan Shepard was with us, when she was still here on 
the bonuses these guys drew. And one of them was for the, my friends there. That was their, that was their insurance company. He said, and this guy drew, drew like $30 million bonus. And this had gone on really year after year after year yes. after year after year. I mean, how long are you going to live? <laughs> I'm telling you. I know most people, you know, most corporate CEOs have more money than they can ever spend in the more five lifetimes. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just that's why we need to still have unions because they will rise up and they will and it's the only way they have to speak up is to, to collectively up. bargain and to, to organize. Right. Yeah, so no on one. No We're going to get one. Jackson in here. We're going to go to our last series of breaks if he would. He's out there somewhere. But uh, again, Leanne Carmack has been good enough to be with us for the balance of the hour, and we're going to go over these amendments one last time before we let you go tonight. Bill will get in here with Mr. Murfreesboro, and uh, we're going to uh, have him in here in just a minute. Like I said, Jackson, if you'd come in here, we're going to – here he comes. Uh, we're going to run, go through our last series of breaks, and um, stay with us. We'll be back right after this. Jackson takes us to that, and we'll wind it up. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right, and we are back with Leanne Carmack. Okay, Leanne, we've got just a few minutes left. Let's summarize this thing, what we're talking about. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about these amendments that will be on for the Tennessee State Constitution. 
in uh, November. November 8th. 8th. Early, Early voting starts the 19th okay. of October. Right. Yeah, last okay. day to register, October 11th. Okay. So come see me at the farmer's market this weekend okay. and get registered if you're not. <laughs> All right. Number one. Okay. To summarize, well, you, you take it. And do okay. It. okay. Uh, constitutional Amendment Number One deals with making enshrining right to work in the Tennessee State Constitution. We are already a right to work state. This right. is not going to change anything except provide bonus for lobbyists who have been working on this for two years. Our it will change nothing in our state. So, I'm I would like to vote no on this because okay. we only need. We don't need to change our constitution unless it's really True. important. Right. So any any change that we're making that is not going to have an effect to any of the constituents in the state right, right. now yes. is is uh, overreaching. Sure. To me. Okay. Right. So right to work. If you believe in the right to collectively bargain, you need to vote no on that. If you believe that corporations should have most control and be able to do whatever they want with their workers, you need to vote yes, if that's right. what you want. Okay. Okay, number two is the chain of command if the governor becomes incapacitated. Right. Now, this is clarifying something in our Constitution, so I think this is necessary. So we want to have a documented process of what actually helps. The change is that uh, you do not have to resign your position in the Tennessee state legislature if you become acting governor okay so sure yes yes on number two yes on number two number three is removing slavery from our constitution this one is way overdue uh, <laughs> people so. people yeah. at the farmer's market can't even believe it's still in the constitution i understand but yeah. this would eliminate slavery as uh eliminate slavery from our tennessee constitution that's really all it's doing so no, yes, yes. And number four is the cleaning up our Constitution to be in line with federal law that does allow members of the clergy to run for state, House, or Senate. Okay. Well, caller, if you're calling in, I'll try and get Jackson here to answer the call. I don't know if he's answering or not, so please bear with us. All right, go ahead, Lee. Oh, that, please. that's it. So, one, right to work. No, we don't need that in our Constitution because we're already that Correct. way anyway. Two, uh, Clarifying the chain of command if the governor becomes incapacitated. Yes, we need that. It's just clear. It's just finalizing the process, so there are no questions. Right. Three, mm -hmm. removing slavery and indentured servitude from our constitution. Definitely yes. Okay. And four, making uh, aligning our constitution with federal law that allows members of the clergy to run for state office. Right. Okay. So, no, yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. We'll need to remember that. And some of you have done so. You're on on Facebook with a message just for us. Okay. We have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the air with Edwin Lee Raymer. Go ahead. Hi, this is Chloe Cerruti. Well, hello, Chloe. I've been listening with rapt attention, and I want to compliment both you and Leanne on a fine, fine show. Well, thank you. You've done a beautiful job of clarifying the issues, and as I, as I knew Leanne would do, she has, has informed us beautifully. So thank you very much for, for no, both of you. 
your hard work and your um, uh, good efforts. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. I'll send you. Uh, can we expect a check from you? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, good, a lot of goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of goodwill. Well, but goodwill don't pay any bills, Chloe. No, Come no, on. it doesn't. No, okay. it doesn't. <laughs> no she is uh, very knowledgeable, as you as you told me, and you did a great job last week. And thanks again. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I don't know that you can talk about this too much, really. No, no, this is important stuff, and uh, and Leanne explained it beautifully, and I'm hoping that uh, your listeners will vote accordingly. Thank you so much. Chloe, anything else? That's it. Uh, Leanne, you want to say uh, Yeah, I want to have one final comment that for people who um, – want to learn more about this i'm encouraging them to go to vote411.org which okay. is the league of women voters uh nonpartisan site where you can get information on all the races that are coming up based on your um street address or you can go to govotetennessee.gov which and it's it's hidden at the very top it's kind of hard to see but you can click on the proposed amendments and you can read them as they are going to appear on the ballot and they are very long so right. i want to encourage people to that's why i want people to know about them before they go in there well that's what i want because these they are we don't know and other times we don't know when is that i ain't got time yeah. to mess with that thing i gotta go you know because a lot of people they do have to get back to work whatever but if you know You'll know ahead of time. Chloe, well, then there are informed voters, and, and those are wonderful websites, wonderful uh, sources of information. So, good resource. Chloe, thank you so much, as always. Thank you, guys. Okay. <laughs> good night. Good, good night. night. Chloe Cerruti, glad to have her always in my corner. I'm glad to have her here. Leanne, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Well, thank you. I, yeah, nice you know, to meet you, you, too, Ed. Um, and uh, you're with, as we said, League of Women Voters, yes. which covers both sides of the aisle. Yes, no doubt oh, about that. League of Women Voters is nonpartisan. Our goal and our mission is to encourage voting and encourage civic engagement. Now, I've promised Leanne, if I ever had the opportunity to moderate a, a debate, I've promised I'll be a good boy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know some of you, and some of you in my family saying, yeah, sure, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Well, I, be, I, I do want to clarify, because of right. these organizations I'm in that are nonpartisan, right. the votes that I suggested on these constitutional amendments are right. my personal opinion, okay. and I encourage everybody to go to Vote 411 or Go Vote Tennessee to... Mm -hmm you can get a lot of information that you need and you can determine how you want to vote which is the beauty of our democratic process well you know like i told you i was talking to our, our own county sheriff uh, uh sheriff Fitzhugh, and we were talking and uh, he couldn't be with this is a month ago he couldn't be with he and and his wife janice they're just fine people they had a function on a sunday night we get a lot of invites to functions i'm sure you get this too and we can't make all of them, but this was one he was committed to and he had to go and he couldn't be with us. And I said, you know, I, I went through that ballot. He said, man, it was a long one, wasn't it? He said, I didn't even know. I said, I, I didn't know what all that. This is your county sheriff. Not that he's a dumb guy. I don't mean it's That's not it. We, a lot of people, this hits you by surprise. You walk in and, I mean, bam, it's right there. Oh, yeah. by the way, you got 10 other pages here. 10 pages of what? You know. So we can now look at this. Folks, the Internet is not your enemy, Okay. It's not, I'm not, don't get me wrong, my wife's sitting at home chuckling right now because we had an issue this afternoon come up, uh, and uh, I'm not going to get into it, and it's nothing between me and her, but me and her and, and a website, okay? 
It's Social Security, if you have to know. <laughs> and they don't work perfect all the time, but most of these are pretty user-friendly, mm-hmm. you know. So We've just know. gotten into that <laughs> that level of .gov as well. You, you and your husband, too? My husband, yes. <laughs> well, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> let me know how that turns out, <laughs> because... We may need some tips, okay, or, or, or vice versa if we can. Um, okay, what's next for the League of Women? Do you have anything coming yes, up? Yes, we have the uh, Alderman Debate Forum in Laverne and the Mayor's Forum in Laverne, in Laverne. Coming up the second week of October, I think. Where will this be? At uh, it will City be at Hall? City Hall, and it will be televised on their local station, I Their think. local station? Yes. Okay. Now, what about Smyrna and Eagleville? I think we we work to get the we work to get the candidates into a forum in every section of Rutherford County. Sure. And um, sometimes we can't do it when only one candidate participates because then it comes off as partisan. Yeah, I understand. So getting, I mean, that's that's really a something weird that's happening is that you know people are not responding to our questionnaires. They're just not putting anything, especially if they are incumbents. We're finding that the incumbents are comfortable and they don't feel like they need to answer these questions. They don't feel like they need to have a public forum because right. they're pretty secure. Well, you know, this happened in our local elections here, and we had all 21 county uh, commission seats come up, and we got a couple of them. Okay? Yes. <clears throat> and what happened, those people never had anybody run against them. Yes. Well, I, I, I don't know. What, you know. I had one guy, Joey Losher, good Lord bless him, had never run for anything in his life. He went out to, to uh, a community, apartment complex, whatever it was, and said, I'm running for, and, and my, I, I give Joey a big pat on the back because he did a good job, and he ran a good race. And he said, well, I'm running for your county commissioner. Oh, well, I, I vote Republican. I don't vote Democrat. He said, well, okay, wait a minute. He said, who is your commissioner? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. What's he, he or she, what have they done for you? Oh, I don't know. You know how to get a hold of them? No, I don't guess. He said, well, I'm here, and I'm asking for your vote. And I don't doubt that Joey got some votes for those people. I, I think so. You know, I think he did. Because he said, very simply, he said, I'm asking for your vote. He said, I'm here. If you got issues, tell me. I'll write them down. You know, we'll make, a, we'll make an issue thing out of it for the campaign. Yeah, so, but, but that's know. that's what's happening in our state is that people right. don't want to discuss issues. No, they, they want to tell everything is gun rights and Second <laughs> Amendment. And now, well, they, they've done away with the abortion. So, listen, hey, I sure hope you get and a And carry permits. Yeah, I, yeah we'll carry permits. Well, we got to do that. Yeah, but uh, I sure hope you get a chance to vote in November, uh, you know, Leanne. Um, I hope well, I'm voting report. early. <laughs> Aren't we all? Because I will be at the polls. Okay, I'm going to get out of here now bill's out there he's got a great guest with him he's coming in here mr murfreesboro jackson's been on the board leanne thank you again thank you lee and carmack thank you so much thank you much appreciated and i'll tell you what my pleasure okay anytime and until next sunday at eight o'clock this is ed Raymer for the heavenly Raymer show and i'll catch you down the road good night